This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. from Jim Crowley Outdoors. How are you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So do uh, you, you want to give the folks a little bit uh, about yourself? I know you've been doing this for many, many years. I remember meeting you like seven, eight years ago at the Rosemont show. Oh, my goodness. It might have been yeah. longer than that, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's been, it's been a long time since we've been back there. But, yeah, I remember meeting you a long time ago, and then, Still, still fishing, still doing it. Yeah, this, I mean, this is what I do for a living. So, you know, I think this is my 30th year in the outdoor industry, Chris. So I'm, I, uh, I feel pretty blessed and thankful uh, to still be around and, and honestly, to, to be having more fun now than than I've ever had. It, yeah. it is, uh, this is this is the most I've I've ever been requested for things like this. I've got a full calendar uh since back in december starting actually for this year and and going to a lot of different places and meeting a lot of people and meeting them again and and uh and having a fantastic time so i know i i only get worried when the phone stops ringing man so i was happy yeah. when you called yeah i understand that. um so you want to tell uh people a little bit about what what you do and what the show's about and everything like that 
Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm in my, I've been in the outdoor industry, like I said, for 30 years. So for a long time there from the late nineties to, um, somewhere around the middle two thousands, I was, one of, I was one of the co-hosts for Midwest Outdoors magazine, which was on sportsman's channel and a couple other things and, and traveled all across the Midwest and Canada and even Mexico, uh, filming fishing shows there. And, and I was tournament fishing a little bit at the same time too. And the more I got into television, the more we started working on that, on that end of it. And then I started my own show, uh, which was Hook and Hunt TV back in like 2009. And that ran for 11 or 12 years. And we had a good run with that. And then a couple of years ago, I got the opportunity to uh, to start filming shows for Wired to Fish TV, which is, uh, I just just sent out a, a newsletter blast today. I think we just been added to the FUBU station. So I think now Wired to Fish TV is on like nine different streaming platforms, including Plex and FUBU. And I think LG is coming on pretty soon. So my show, Jim Crowley Outdoors, is on seven days a week. It's on Monday to Friday at 4 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. And then there's one hour blocks of the show on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm pretty fortunate that way where we're getting more exposure now than, you know, than we've ever have and more markets. I think there's even one station over in Japan that watches us, which is, I think is really funny. Uh, I, I think it's really cool. Um, and then uh, I have a podcast too, which is called Slick Fish Radio. And um, and so that's on Roku, Fire TV, Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify. I've always done something in the fishing industry. I think since I was in my in my 20s, even with another job, I've done radio shows and and I've uh, done television and just about I think just about every media and been blessed enough to travel. I think and fish in six different countries. And so now we we focus mostly on the Midwest and and we're bringing Canada back into the loop. Again, so I think this year on the show, we're going to film everywhere from Florida all the way up to southeastern Manitoba. So we and my show focus is not obviously it's on catching fish. But the cool thing about my show and why Wired to Fish wanted on their channel is it is absolutely it is original. We make a lot of the own lures. Uh, we make all the rods that are used on the show and we show people how to do that about making your own lures or even tweaking some of the lures you already have. So it's not just about catching fish. We will show you everything from drone over shots to underwater to show you exactly what we're doing, how we're doing it. And on top of it, we're going to show you in some cases how to build the lures and build the rods that we're doing with. Okay. That sounds awesome. So that, that was, that was, that was everything really condensed. I hope that, <laughs> hope that was it, but that's a, uh, I did my best there. Yeah. So, Having someone that's been in the industry for 30 years, um, it's, it'll definitely help with getting into your mindset on a lot of perspectives of things and how somebody, what what do you recommend for somebody who is just starting out? Well, who's trying to get into the fishing industry and obviously there's plenty of different avenues to go, sure. especially now with podcasts, YouTube and everything like oh. that. Um, how do you recommend someone find their niche or find a way into the industry you know and that that i can i can answer that a couple ways i can say that that answer has changed over 30 years and i can i can also say yeah. that it's it's somewhat the same you have to be able to do more than catch fish yeah um and and, and i talk to high school anglers all the time and and for unfortunately sometimes you talk to ones that, that just think i think more of them are waking up more so now than they were you know, several years ago, it's you're you're not going to make it in this industry for a living if all you do is catch fish. That sounds funny, but it's very true. And probably yeah. the only guys that I've known that could have done it would probably be Kevin Van Dam and maybe Jacob Wheeler. Everybody else has had to work. And when it comes to working, 
every every podcast or every podcast, excuse me, every company that I work for, um, every partner that I have, um, I have to produce for them. They're, you know, they, they can always go out and find somebody else that catches fish. The bottom line is if you're going to work in this fishing industry is the bottom line is you need to be able to raise somebody else's bottom line. You, you have, you have to be able to sell product, bring recognition to that product. And the best thing that I would tell people from now on is if you're interested in working in this industry, the best way for you to start is to realize that every company that you want to work for, you're applying for a job. And that's exactly what you're doing, whether it be for product, whether it be for payment, whether it be for a combination of both. But you are applying for a job and you best understand what that product is about, what that line has to offer. And in, and in every scenario, you should be using that product. I will not. I refuse to endorse a product that I don't work with or I don't know anything about. Um, there's companies I've worked with, Rapala, for example, I've been with for 15 years. And I, I, I may not know everything in that product line, but I darn near sure have come close and I've fished most of them and I know exactly what to expect from. So I know how to tell consumers my honest opinion about that. It doesn't mean that they have to go and fish Rapala, but if they want to, I can at least give them a pretty good definition of what some of the products are. I make all my own rods. So when it comes to American Tackle, another company I work for, I better know at least some of the things if somebody's interested and building rods. And I can be because I have the experience in doing that. So to be involved in this industry anymore, it's not about catching fish. Well, if you're going to school, pursue a marketing degree, for sure. Pursue something in fisheries biology. You have to be able to offer companies something else and the more the better besides catching fish. You're like, well, how do I do that? Get experience, go out and do it. And, you know, back then we didn't have the Internet and all that. You know, we were writing articles. I remember writing articles on a piece of paper and emailing them in to the to the magazine back time. And they would edit it back then, you know. Yeah. Now you guys all laugh at that. Yeah. That's how we did it. Yeah. You know, I I didn't have graphs to keep to store my stuff on. When I did well at a tournament, I would write it down in a notebook and go back and look at it a year. And I would keep ledgers and logs, you know, but everything changes. And but work ethic doesn't change. The harder you work. And the more you work for something, the more you're going to be recognized. And you're going to be recognized more the longer you do with integrity and honesty. You do those things, you might be around for 30 years, too. Yeah. No, I agree. I remember you telling me the same thing about, uh, like I said, when I, when I see me at that Rosemont show. He told me the same thing. Just keep working at it and you'll be recognized. And yeah. Here and, uh, and, here we, and here we are talking. <laughs> yeah. And your same thing with me. Last night I was doing my podcast. Look, buddy, I was sucking on cough drops too. Yeah. So I've talked so much in the last three weeks. I am ready for this weather to warm so we can go fishing for crying out loud, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Show this, show this, show, man. It's definitely show season right now. That's that's for sure. I, I've got a couple more. I think I've got about three more coming up. And then I think I can actually get out on the water for a bit. So yeah, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a blast this year. But that's what that's part of what you do. I mean, my job is to go out and represent the companies that I believe in and put their faith in me and go from show to show and, you know, and talk about these products and talk about these experience with the products. I, I never tell anybody. I will never, ever tell anybody what they should think or what they should buy. I've never done that. We'll tell you as an angler that you should think. And if the, the stuff I'm using works for me, 
if you're interested in some of that stuff, I can I can tell you what I feel might work best for you. But I can't tell you, hey, you need to go fish a rapple or you need to go fish with a cast king reel. I can tell you why I do it. And if you want more information on it, I'd be happy to do that. The biggest thing for me is I care that you're fishing, not what you're fishing with. Yeah. I think another thing that was important that you said was, and the most important thing probably is that uh, fishing's kind of last when you get in this industry, catching the fish, I should say. Yeah. It's the, it's the last thing. I, I, you know, I see you know Brian like I know Brian Schiller. Right. Too, and he told me, he said, I, I told him and uh, he agreed is, uh, you know, fishing's the easy part. When we get to get out there and fish, that's the easiest part. Yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> you know, yeah. And you know, you look at you look at products like Dubro, yeah. and you know, and, and I don't even know if you know this, but the first guy that ever put me on camera way back in the nineties was Brian Bychowski, the yeah. owner of Dubro. Yeah. He was a cameraman back then. And him and I met at a sports show. I think it was actually at a Bass Pro Shops back in the day. And and we ended up working together and doing some camera stuff together. Well, you keep those relationships going and you know, we had lost contact in the industry for all I knew that he was working with Dubrow and then that he ended up owning it. Um, but when you come back together and you look and both of those, Brian's a very hard worker. That's why that company is such an excellent, excellent made in America company. They have the best rod storage rack system, period, out there. It's it's the best it's a, it's the best way to protect your rods every anywhere and everywhere from home to garage to your office to wherever Dubrow makes it. And along with a lot of other great gadgets that people have in their boats. And some of you probably don't even know that you realize that it's a Dubro product, but they're, and then they're in the racing and they're in Pine Ridge archery. You're just hardworking people that have stayed around a long time. And there's, there's a reason for that is they promote, they promote and they make good products. And, and what you were talking about with Brian is yeah, fishing is the easy part, you know, compared to you still have to work it. When you come off the water, a lot of times that's when the work begins. Uh huh. Especially in in your field now with the editing and oh everything yeah, else it's like yeah. You're looking at my you're uh, looking at basically my studio right yeah. here. The screen that I'm looking at is where yeah. I edit all our shows. Is where yeah. I do the podcast. And this is I've got like two separate offices. I built one studio in my house, and then I have another room for. But that's what I do. I wake up in the morning. I pour myself a cup of coffee. First couple things I do in the morning, I spend I spend a little time with the Bible in the morning with God and I walk right downstairs and I start learning what's new in the fishing industry today and what am I going to do and how am I going to what am I going to work on today? Uh, and and, that, and that's how I spend every day. And that, that's what I wanted to do, you know, and so I'm very blessed to be to be able to do that. But the work never the work never stops. And but that's OK. I'm, I mean, because I it's really not work when you enjoy the heck out of it, you know, yeah. And and it's fun. So I'm looking forward to being on. I'm looking forward, obviously, to being on the water. We've got, I think we've got 11 or 12 more episodes to film this year for Wired to Fish. Uh, but I'm also, I've also had a blast at the sports shows and seeing and talking with people and laughing. I mean, for crying out loud, we're talking about fishing. How can you not yeah. have fun, right? Yep. Yeah, that's true. It is. Um, but yeah, like, I just don't think that, um, you know, a lot, like, I've had several talks with, uh, with several people where it's like a lot of these young people don't understand that fishing is just the easy part of it. <laughs> and nobody nobody ever sees the back end work of it 
you know, where where you're at shows and you're constantly working and, you know, the, the eight hours of, or whatever time of fishing you have is just, that's kind of like the enjoyment from all the work you put into it. Yeah, you know, you know and, it, and, it, and it can be. I had a great guy on my yeah. on my show last night, Drew Gill, who's a who's a young up and coming yeah. angler, and he gets it. I mean, he gets it. I, I'm I'm actually talking to more and more anglers that are coming in at younger because you know some of these companies are recruiting at high school and college now. Yeah. You know, they're they're recruiting, um, just like baseball or football. They're they're watching these kids with a good head on their shoulders and can present themselves in a good way. But don't get me wrong. You still have to be able to catch fish. You have to be able to do well in tournaments. I still have to be able to put a show together. If I don't catch fish, I don't have a show. So, you know, going into your, going into the idea of your podcast for the mindset, there still is a mindset every time you go out on the water. There there has to be, whether, whether I'm going out fishing for fun, whether I am fishing a tournament or whether I'm fishing to finish a, a television show or finish an episode, there is still a mindset that you have to put yourself into uh, to better your chances for success. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to bring up is you say you have to have a mindset when you're on the water too, which obviously you do, everybody talks about that. Um, how do you overcome that, either when you're, you were in tournament fishing or when you're filming a show and you haven't caught any fish yet and the day's getting... You know, the, the day's getting up there in hours. Oh, yeah. How do you, how do you still, you say, hey, we're going to try tomorrow, or do you just try to put something together? Like, well, I, I, I'll give you a good example of this. We were on Malax last year filming a show on smallmouth, and that's my absolute favorite fish. And it was 11 o'clock in the morning. We hadn't had a bite yet. I mean, I hadn't even seen one. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, and, and I like that lake a lot. And I, I fished that lake several times a year, and it was just one of those days where it was really cold the night before. And so I'd, I'd actually had the mindset the night before is we know we're going to have a chance of catching fish today. I always go out on the water with the, with the mindset that I'm going to catch, that I'm going to catch fish. I don't go out hoping for a bite. I go out with a plan. And then obviously in a lot of cases, that plan has to be adjusted to. Um, but that day we were, we, we just, we were hoping for the water temperature to warm up, warm up. And finally we got into an area where we started seeing some smallmouth. Um, and then all of a sudden we end up at 11 o'clock, no bites at 1245. I've got an entire show with 18 smallmouth, where my biggest one was almost six pounds. And we got into the right area, figured out how to make them bite. And we put together one of the best smallmouth shows that, that I've ever done so far. And we were, my camera guy and I were actually laughing because I'm like, you know, at, at 1030, I'm thinking, you know, for crying out loud, this is going to be a long day, dude. You know, and we only had a couple days up in Mille Lacs before I had to get back for my daughter's graduation. And so I'm like, you know, if something's going to happen, God, I, I, you know, we can kick this into high gear a little bit, you know, if you want. But you just you and sometimes I mean, I'll, I'll be as honest as the next guy about it. There are times when it's tough to stay positive. But over the long run, I have always seen that the more you stay positive and you have a plan. And, and you and you have you're always going to have to go one way this way or one way that way a little bit on that plan. Right. But as, as long as you stay focused and concentrated, I am going to do good today. I am going to be successful and then keep an open mind to things that are changing. In, in most cases, I'm still 100 percent confident that that I'm going to do well or somebody with the same one is going to do well. Yeah, so you said some that where you said you, you got to stay positive and confident in uh how, 
how do you think that do you think that came with experience oh yeah uh, or does it how does a person who's just like in high school or just getting into it kind of learn that for for me it came with experience and i'll i'll be honest with you i've told the story several times and uh, i look back on it and i know i i blew it um i i well when i was tournament fishing i won i had the chance to win three different angler of the years in three different circuits i blew two of them i blew two of them i won one of them the other two i got inside my own head and i totally blew it and if i would have had a calmer sense of mind i knew what i was doing i knew what i should have been doing but i just spun out you know, I was in, I was early, I was in my twenties and it just, it, it didn't work. And I see some of the younger anglers today that have more of an approach and not all of them because it's going to, it's, it's going to happen. I'm not the only one that ever happened to, yeah. but what I'm going to say is the more you can start concentrating on keeping yourself in a positive frame of mind, the younger you are, the better you will get at it. The older you become, you will get better at it. The heart, the hardest thing to do on a bad day is to stay positive it's 49 degree water the sun comes out for 10 minutes and you're like how am i going to do this all day but you know what if you stay you may get that one or two bites or you may get that five bites whatever but if you are already complaining about it, i used to love fishing tournaments when i was younger on rainy crappy days because i knew that 50 percent of the field were already out of it because you could see them at the dock ah oh, man it's raining and i was like fantastic you just uh, that guy's i could hear him. he already took himself out of the tournament that's one less guy i gotta worry about you know, and, and so, and the older I got with that, that's, that's just how I looked at it. You know, that my job is to go out there and film that show. I'm going to be able to do that much better and relay the technique that I want to show that audience much better if I stay in a more confident frame and a positive frame of mind, because having that confident mindset, I'm not only going to do better, I'm going to show off what I want to do in a much more positive light to that audience. So my mindset now, even though sometimes we all get frustrated as an angler, now I stay more, it's easier for me to stay more confident because I know what's on the backside of that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's good stuff, man. Um, so leaning off of that positivity, obviously we all have issues outside of fishing. Mm -hmm. Is there a certain switch or that you turn on? Like, let's say you had a bad day. Obviously, maybe not now, but in your younger days, you had a bad day, something got you mad, or whatever it is, but you still had to go out there and produce. Is there a trick to doing that, or is because you know younger guys are chasing girls, <coughs> they're going through relationships and everything. Sure. You know, I you know I tried to lean this towards people who can get. Uh, you know, who can take the information and get help versus just hoping someone listens to us. Well, you know? I've got, I, I'm a type A personality. Yeah. So I get, uh, I, I can get upset about something I do. I get upset more about what I do or what I don't do okay. than anybody else. Right. And so the easiest way for me to do that sometimes when I get, when I get frustrated and I, my cameraman is my best friend and he'll just tell you, Hey, Hey, you're getting over the edge on this something, buddy. You know, come on back down to just chill out. It's going to be okay. What what the best thing I found to do sometimes is just sit down, maybe take a minute, retie, um, even sometimes pull up everything, go to a new area of the lake, or go you know go to a backup plan or something, and kind of get a fresh orientation of everything because I'm not doing myself any favors, right? I'm 
you, you get aggravated, you get frustrated. You're you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, you start to fall apart. On the you start to, yeah, and you can see you can see the wheels coming off one by one, right? They're and and all of a sudden you're sitting there spinning with with nothing going. And so the best thing I ever is sometimes just take take a few seconds, you know, and and sit down, retie, um, just think about something else besides the the bad cast that you're making. You know those days when you when you think you're squirrel hunting because you end up in more trees than you actually do in the water, right? Yeah. And so you're like, all right, for crying out loud, it's like I started this yesterday. I can't, you know. Sometimes take a breath, sit down, go look at a new bank, and you're basically just re you're resetting your mindset. Okay. And so that, that would be the, the best thing that I would tell somebody is take a breath, sit down. Remember, we're supposed to be doing this for fun. This is fish. Okay. It's chill out. And I've seen so much at the boat ramp where uh, oh, yeah. it will be, it'll be five in the morning and they already have something to complain about. And, <laughs> and they're going to have more to complain about at the end of the day. Yeah. I guarantee you. I, I guarantee you. And go, you know, I, I, I remember being in tournaments where guys, you know, would go out the night before and then you'd hear them at the dock complaining next morning because they stayed out too late. Well, whose fault is that? Yeah. Well, whose fault yeah. is that? Nobody made you do that. Yeah. And a, a lot of times in, in, a, in a tournament situation, I would want, I was one of the first ones to the ramp. I got in my boat. I, I launched <laughs> because I wanted to get out of the way of everybody else. I, I wanted to get off and be by myself. For that little time beforehand i didn't want to be talking to anybody very much not that it wasn't friendly i just i wanted my alone time to kind of figure out the, the things that i've been going through in my head and i want to get I, I i you know i'm getting in that mindset again so to speak is yeah you know, these guys are all great and friends yesterday and they're still friends but today i want to beat every single one of them yeah i've heard that thing before yeah you know um, i, I want to go out, i want to go out and win i hope you all do well i hope i do better than every single one of you <laughs> Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. that's, a, that's a competitive drive. When I do, when I film or edit a show, okay, or when I edit a show, I not only want it to be good, I want it to be better than the last one. I want somebody to turn on Jim Crowley Outdoors and go, you know what? That was great, and I learned a lot from it. If if yeah. that, to me, that's like winning a tournament. If, if they can watch a show and feel like they learned something, whether they agreed with me or not, maybe they didn't agree with me, but they still learned something. Yeah that they didn't then what i my job was a success yeah and and how i look at I, I i was when i was younger i was a black belt in taekwondo and and achieving that black belt was was a solid mindset too and it was the same thing i i want to win or i want to be good at everything i made god didn't make me to be the best but he made me be good at what i do and i will continuously try to be the best at what i do and to do that is putting yourself in the best mindset yeah, I agree with that. But you said that perfect, and I said it better. <laughs> yeah, because I there's there's guys who like, and I've seen it, and and I'm in the I do kayak fishing tournaments. Sure. And uh, we're, I mean, most of our local tournaments, we're we're fishing for three, four hundred dollars at the end of the day, and guys are getting. Yeah, but it's out. not about the money. It's about it it's about winning. Right. But you'll see guys take yourself out of it, and it's like. At the end of the day, none of us are going to get rich off of this. Right. You got to go out, have fun, stick to what you said you were going to do, and just leave all the drama kind of at the boat ramp, per se. You well, know? I always looked at it this way the more drama you bring with you in the boat on tournament day, yeah. the less you're going to bring to the weigh in. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% true. You know, you're, you're, you're not even focusing. 
I'm a, I, I love shooting clay targets too. I'm a sporting clays guy. And the more that you focus on those targets, if you're thinking about stuff you got to do at home and I've been there, I mean, I, you know, I've seen my scores go from, you know, mid to upper eighties to in the sixties, I wasn't shooting any different. My mind was different. I was thinking about stuff I shouldn't have been thinking about. And when you do that, those targets don't become as clear. And I, I think that resonates well in life or in fishing as well. If your mind isn't clear or clearly focused on what you want to accomplish, the target is a lot harder to achieve. Yeah. And, that, and that's in fishing and in life. Is, is that kind of why you take that what, when when you were tournament fishing? Is that why you took that little time to yourself before you launched? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, and just just I, Yeah. I, I, I just yeah. wanted to sit there and I just, I just wanted to be with myself, so to speak, you know, I, yeah. you know, you had a partner and, you know, I fish pro-ams and I fish at BFLs and everything like that. Um, but I would take, you know, and, and, and there were tournaments. I went the tournaments that I won. I remembered you got that feeling most of the time you knew going throughout the day, this is going to be a good day. I don't know how I'm going to do, but I know it's going to be a good day. All the decisions you were making were right. When, when I was fishing a bigger BFL tournaments, you know, back then when there were 200 boats in a tournament, you'd come in in the top 20 or top 30, top 10, 15, you cash a check. Hey, I may not have won, but darn it, I had a good day today because there's still 100, another 150 guys that were behind me, you know. And, and so my mindset won that day, whether I won the tournament or not, whether I just cashed a check. Hey, I was good enough to do that day, and that's just where – that keeping a much positive mindset when you're competing against that many guys like that, you have to be able to set yourself about because it's not about them, it's about you and those fish. Yeah. And and so you you can't control anything they do. All you can control is your own outcome. And the hardest thing to do sometimes is get outside of your own head. Yeah. And just and just realize what you're doing. But if if you have that mindset that I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do I put the time in. I put the work in. I put the practice in. I took good care of my gear. I know exactly what to expect from my lures. I know what I'm going to do on every single cast. I know what my lure is going to do on every single cast. Then there, then your days are going to be better, much better, than if you went in there, gee, I paid the entry fee. I sure hope I catch a fish today. You're going to lose your butt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I met people who all I want to do is catch fish. And it's like, why do you even show up? Yeah. <laughs> you just donated your money to everybody. Else. Thank you for being here, and I'll appreciate part of that when I come in. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it feels. But, uh, yeah, because the reason I, I, I brought that back up is because I find myself now, you know, out of my 20s, about to be 31 now. And I, find my, I, I Yeah, I know, I know. But it's <laughs> all to me, though. You know, um, what, what I'm saying is, like, I find myself even throughout the day in regular life where I need that little 10, 15 minutes of silence. Sure. Per se, to kind of get my mind right and get everything back on board, you know, versus just constantly going, 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 and then you wear yourself out and now your mind's fried. And even in tournament fishing, you're just going, going, going. And I know Gerald Swindle said he likes to eat a sandwich or something like that just to reset his mind sometimes, not even because, and like you said, sit down, tie a a lure, switch a spot. 
So, I mean, that's all great information, man. Some, sometimes, it you know, you think you're taking out of your day. <clears throat> sometimes, and you, you notice this too when you get older, sometimes when you do, when you take that little bit of time to relax, you're, you're really not, you may be taking away from a little bit of time, but you're adding to the productivity. And yeah. that may seem hard for, I know if, if when I was younger, I would have definitely seen that. I, I would have been like, no, there's no way I'm sitting down. And now I see that, you know, sometimes that little two or three minute reset, maybe five minutes, you know, can be, can be okay. what it takes to put you back. When the train derails, the more you try to speed up, the farther it's going to go off the track. And eventually it's not going to go anywhere. When it doesn't have that track, it ain't going to go anywhere. You can pull yourself back on track. You may be going slow, but you're still on track. Yeah. And and that is a, that is a mindset that is important, is that the day's not over yet. I've won a tournament in the last five minutes before. So, and I, I remember reading an article by Rick Clun years, <laughs> years ago, and he always said the, the toughest part of any tournament is the last two hours. That's when everybody gives up. I would actually structure my mind to go into overdrive those last two hours to push harder than I felt I was pushing the entire day. And a lot of times it ended up in a check or another consistent finish. It's because I didn't want, there are a lot of times, there's times when I was fishing 30, 35 tournaments a year with Tuesday nighters and weekend tournaments and everything. There'd be times that I was concentrating so hard. I would literally have a headache once I got off the water. And it was because just, I was focused. And then where I feel like I'm just completely fried and done. Yeah, you're fried. Yeah. And it's not even the physical part. It's just mentally you're fried. Right. And, 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 but there, you know, a lot of times the results were, were better than average. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I still fish some tournaments now. It's a little bit more relaxed attitude now because I just fished with a good buddy of mine. But yeah. both of us, we both have the same. Uh, we were both very competitive when we were younger uh, in tournaments and did well. And we both have the same mindset. When we go out there, we were talking about a tournament we have in two weeks. And he said yesterday, he goes, I think we can win this one. I said, so do I. I we're already in that mindset of no matter how bad that day is going to be, we're already thinking about winning that tournament. And just like you said before, it may be two or three hundred bucks. I don't care about the money. I want to win. Yeah. You well, know, it's and, about bragging. It's more than build to that. I, I feel like the local levels are more about bragging rights than anything. Yeah, <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> Because you see the same guys over and over. Right. It, you know, yeah. after after you get my age or whatever, there, I, you don't have to prove anything yeah. anymore. You, you, but, but you know what? You still want to do it anyway. Yeah. You know, you yeah. still like doing it because then that's what that drive is there for. And you just – because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to win. And, you know, the funny thing is when you win, you're like – and we won one. We won a really nice tournament a couple uh, – I think year before last, we won a good one. Had a pretty big bag. I think it was big, one of the biggest bags of the year. Uh, on one of the local lakes around here. And when it was over, we just wanted laughing. I'm like, eh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I just, we were more happy because we figured something out that day. It was great that we got the win, but it was funnier afterwards. I'm like, I don't know. I thought it'd be kind of cooler to win this, to win this tournament. And he goes, Oh, it was great. But yeah. Okay. It was more, remember that fish we when he hooked it like that, you know, we were actually talking more about a certain fish we caught than actually yeah. winning, than actually yeah. winning a tournament. And to me, Hey, that's, that's great. That that's yeah. that's a cool thing about being able to fish with a buddy. You go in there, you kick butt, you you execute a plan. It works good, and at the end of it, you're like, you know, people are congratulating you. Like, well, thanks. You know, it was just a good day. It was fun. Everything worked, and it worked because we had a good mindset. We went in thinking we're going to win this thing, and that's how it worked out. Yeah. So, 
heading on here for a little bit over a half an hour. Okay. Um, is there any sponsors or anything that you'd like to shout out before we go? Well, no, I, you know, I, I appreciate you having me on. And if anybody, if anybody wants to, um, to check out anything more about me or, or you can just go to jimcrowleyoutdoors.com. You know, you can see, uh, you can see everything there. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, but on the webpage right there, it'll pretty much tell you everything where you can find our shows and, and everything like that. And, and, uh, I sure enjoyed it. I've never been on the Mindset Podcast before, and I sure appreciate you uh, you having me on here today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's definitely a different show. Like I said, I wanted to uh, create something where it's not always about what kind of lure or something we can take sure. out. It's more about how people get into that position of winning or that position of being able to do what they want to do for a living, like yourself. You know, it's more about that than it is about hey throw this jerk bit over here at this time or yep throw this tag I, I will i will throw this i will throw this out there to you chris and this is one thing that i've always said and you know everybody always talks about luck and fishing and it's great to be lucky in fishing but you'll be lucky in fishing more if you put yourself in a position yeah. to be lucky and that comes with hard work and and a proper mindset yep i agree I've seen the, the, the benefits of that. You know, the more I work at it, the more I get. That's right. You know? I always said that I eventually might actually get good at something I've been doing <laughs> enough. You know, yeah. so hopefully someday I actually get good at but it's sure been a heck of a lot of fun yeah. along the way. Yep. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Oh, you bet, buddy. God bless you and uh, all your listeners and viewers. I sure appreciate uh, your time, your energy, and this great show. Love being here. Thank you. I appreciate your time, too.